Hey everybody, it's Daniel R. Budnick. Call me Dan. How you doing? Welcome to episode, wow, nine, hey, of One Minute with European Zombies circa 1980. It's a minute-by-minute podcast covering the two 1980 zombie films, one from France, one from Italy, Zombie Lake, and Burial Ground. And where did we leave off last, la- 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 and where did we leave off last time? The mayor, Howard Vernon, is relaxing in his mayoral office, I guess. And that, that great portly guy with the wonderful mustache who looks like the sheriff from Dark Side of Midnight has come in. He's gone looking for the gal who went missing in the opening minutes of the movie. You remember her. And he the, the minute uh, this minute will begin with him pulling her clothes out of his bag. He won't be pulling her out of the bag. Just watch me pull a dead girl's clothes out of my... Never mind. So he he's gonna he's pulling the clothes out of the bag. That's what I was afraid of. People are beginning to talk about her disappearance. She doesn't turn up by tomorrow. I'll call the police. But I'm a bit worried. I fear there's a lot more to this than meets the eye. I'm afraid she drowned. I'll keep you informed. It's a pretty earth-shattering scene there between the mayor and I believe his name is Chenak. At least that's what it says in the subtitles for the French dub. It's it's pretty earth. I was just thinking it again of it again. I just watched it twice, and it's like no one wants to wake up, or you know, like we're so we're so lazy here down in the small French village, and you know, down down by Zombie Lake, that um, you know we uh, we can't be bothered to even get too bothered about a young woman going missing like this and i do love isn't that isn't that great the way they sort of um give uh the mayor kind of james mason kind of thing i'm not going to do a james mason impersonation but um that's what it kept reminding me of it's they're they're goofing is what's happening so and there's not not too much difference between the dubs here uh the main the main one is an interesting uh one i think there's um so you see the mayor he's sitting there and he's saying i fear um there's more to this than meets the eye and he's kind of looking down as he says it then the moment he says i he kind of looks up to to the left or his left real quick and then it cuts back to um the sheriff i, I call him the sheriff because uh, from dark side of midnight we'll call i just call him the mr mustache they cuts back to mr mustache chanak who's putting the clothes the gal's clothes back into his bag and on the french dub he says, the mayor says, thank you, Chanak, that's all. And Chanak kind of moves his lips a little like he's saying something, but he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of... And then he leaves. But in the uh, English dub, you don't hear the thank you. And they use that opportunity with his, when his mouth moves to dub in, I think she drowned. And it's 
It's great. I don't know. I guess, you know, what, why don't we throw something in there? Why, he's not saying anything. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. I love it. I love that they, they were doing that. I imagine, you know, that team had been working together probably all throughout the 70s. And by this point, they were like, another one of the Eurocine are still making films. I just rewatched Cannibal Terror the other day. Cannibal Terror, after having seen the interview with the director, Cannibal Terror does have a feel of sort of like a grown-up version of I was going to say something like um uh something like um am I th- I think like something like Blood Brothers I like think it's Mike Diana uh, you know where it's basically he he was a real little kid and he got his brother and sister to be in a gore film with him and you see other films that like you see stuff like like Blood Lake for example has that like park uh, lake police guy show up who's the same age as the kid staying at the house and, and Cannibal Terror has a really a feeling of like, okay, well, you, you, you know, we need to have a cannibal tribe. Um, I think, um, you know, Uncle Ron is going to invite uh, Aunt Mary and the kids over. And we'll just put a funny wigs on them and put them in loincloths and have them dance around. The cannibals in that movie are so funny. And there's just the, this thing where it, 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 has, it has childlike logic, which Zombie Lake will have all, also, as you'll see. Th- this sort of thing where... These three people kidnap this little girl, and they're going to cross a border, and it's presumably they're in France. I don't know. They're going to Spain, or, or um, I, I don't know which way they're going actually. Um, but it's like, okay, well, we have to cross the border, and they're clearly in Europe. But be careful crossing the border because this is cannibal country, and they don't mean like the you know Ed Gein kind of thing, you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, family. They mean actual cannibal tribes, like you see in the Amazon and things like that. And I just that movie's so nutty. I think I think maybe it goes on a little too long. It becomes exa- slightly exhausting in the end because it is so goofy. But it, yeah, it's highly recommended. And where, where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yes, I was just talking about um, uh, yeah, these the the dubbers and the fun they must have had and yeah so so we get uh not much decided in that scene there there is i actually i had to go back to the beginning to to verify something because uh what i remember is the gal walks up she's got her purse um and she's wearing like a flannelly shirt and she's got really tight little white shorts and sandals and when Chanak, I've forgotten his name already, reaches into the bag, his magical bag, and starts pulling out clothes like he's doing a trick. He pulls out her shirt and a pair of large blue shorts. And and the mayor says, I was afraid of that. And my first thought was, they've dyed her shorts blue. But I went back to the beginning, and those are, that I guess is the bathing suit. I mean, I she, she, that she kind of pulls out of the bag, looks around, puts back in the bag, and sets down. And uh, I don't know what kind of bathing suit that. I mean, maybe it's, it's I guess it's a topless lake. Um, but it's it's like it's just these big baggy blue shorts that don't look. I don't know why she'd be wearing those. Those don't seem, those don't seem right. And but the just the fact that when uh, Ch- Chanak there, you know, he strolls in and he he doesn't have her purse. He has he has um his own bag, and he pulls these two things out. And my first thought once I realized that the blue things with the bathing suit was hey um you you big perv where those little white shorts she wore huh yeah okay because there was no i mean it was she was nice she was free and easy underneath there i just thought this this perv the the ladies go missing and where are their shorts i don't know ha <laughs> ha wah wah chanak uh, and 
I will say again, I, I in watching, I went back and I watched that scene where she takes her clothes off and pulls the 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 rabbit out of the hat, the blue blue um, suit out of the bag, and then I watched it again just to make sure that I didn't miss something. And on my third viewing, I did see that little guy at the bottom of the screen again when she pulls the blue shorts out. And I just love the fact that it's sort of like they're so sexy in France and it's so erotic all the time. You know, that, that this old guy is just like he lives in the village and he's just walking down the street and he has a look over at the gazebo. There's a gorgeous naked woman. That's fine. I got I to gotta hit the village, pick up my patissier. I'll pass three more uh, gazebos on the way, probably also filled with beautiful naked women. I just love the fact that, yeah, no, no need to stop. No need to bother stopping. You know, this is, they're like, you know, beautiful women at gazebo, naked, naked at gazebos in France are like buses. There'll be another one around in 10 or 15 minutes. Would you pass the next gazebo? So I, um, yeah, the, oh, geez, I forgot this. <laughs> the, the last like 10, 15 seconds of the minute is we're back at the lake and uh, <laughs> the Nazi zombie does a very funny, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a little guy hiding under a lily pad. And he kind of pokes his head up and the lily pad is on his head. <laughs> And sad looks a little, maybe like a hat, maybe a lily pad hat. And he kind of looks around and he spots a gal with the wheelbarrow with some stuff in her wagon or something with some stuff in it, crossing a bridge over the lake. And that's the way the minute ends with this goofball. I love it's just there's there's so much space without lily pads, but to rise up where there is a lily pad, you know, because there's a little bit that comes under the lily pad. I you know it's like to work to get yourself up into that is like that's a little bit of work. Well done, Mr. Nazi Zombie. Well done. I am writing him a commendation. That's going to the mayor before he goes to the police. Okay, that is minute nine of Zombie Lake. Let us dive into the next minute of Burial Ground. Uh, the gang's all here. And they are filed in the house, and the previous minute ended with a shot of a crackling fire. Let's see what's happening next. what you're doing you nut huh you mean you don't like it <laughs> no i didn't say that. we visit a bunch of rooms in this minute we see the guy who i guess owns the place you know the guy this slightly goofy looking guy from earlier with um marie angela giordano or giordani and uh uh we see him in a this huge gorgeous room i always i always thought these most of these Italian well most of these Italian films were you know exteriors were wherever and interiors were at a studio generally in Rome uh, or such or you know Italy and I, I, I guess I don't want to skip ahead but that that room look at that friggin room Oh my God, God! That room is epic. He's got the he's got the Andy's got the the camera in the corner looking up, and it's just incredibly 
epic. I mean, it's probably not that big. It's probably the, the maybe the lens he's using on it because the next room we see isn't nearly as big, but then it's probably meant to be a smaller room anyways. But still, the room looks absolutely epic. It's got the bed. It's got the fireplace. It's got a lovely floral arrangement. Uh, Mr. Guy there, um, the, the dapper doof, is uh, kind of cologning himself up. And, but I'm one thing I didn't really notice or pay attention to was did you did you look at look at the ceiling look at well not the ceiling look at the edge of the the uh, the edge of the wall up at the top there's like a like a, like a, a a fake I can't tell if it's like I I imagine it's painted on there but it, it's like a fake like balcony is what it looks like to me with like people kind of like it's like a balcony around the 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 top of the room sort of going all the way around and the, the people you can just see all these silhouettes of people up there and it looks really cool i don't know if i'm fully explaining it right but have a look up at the top of that wall it's it looks awesome and i i'm wondering if the old pan and scan cropped version we would have seen that because that's really up at the top of the frame there but regardless, I, I think it's pretty flippin' cool. What a what a room, huh? And yeah. Gosh. I now want to spend more time looking at that that fake balcony, whatever it is there. That's that's cool. And then we cut into the room with um uh our Marie Ange Marie Angela Marie Angelina yeah, you know, the the lady. The is his wife. And she's in there, and she goes to check on that strange thing she showed up with, the tiny guy with the horrible hair. And he is, he is tucked into a bed. This is wonderful. You could probably find pictures of this online, or if you've seen it, it's 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 etched into your mind. But he, he's like, he's in this, I don't, he, he's almost in like a space, like, I'm in another dimension! But he's on a bed with these great little flowery sheets and he's tucked in all the way up to his neck almost like he doesn't have a body and he's just like a head and she mom kind of i'm you know that's her son she kind of looks at him and smiles and the door creaks shut and it's a great it's it's a nice contrast between this old creaky door this old creaky wooden door and those super clean white flowery sheets but then you you get that that great burst of synth you heard is when the camera zooms in on this thing's face and his eyes pop open and you know they're they're early on they're trying to make you think you know maybe maybe you know maybe this thing is he's well we're going to talk more about who he is soon when he actually properly appears um yeah i i like the fact that yeah they're trying to make him out to be creepy when actually he's just kind of a creep and then it ends with um may i ask what you're doing you nut and this scene has one of my, my favorite moments in it where you've got this lovely lady dancing around in this slightly ill-fitting lingerie, but it's still fairly sexy, which is a way I recommend you next time someone dances around you in lingerie and they say, how do I look? Say, fairly sexy. But may I ask what you're doing, you nut, is <laughs> and laughing when someone is dancing around in front of you like that. Mm, you know, I guess, I guess, yeah, if someone you care for or someone you just want to see in lingerie and they want you to see them in lingerie is dancing around in lingerie in front of you to laugh and say, what do you think you're doing? You nut or whatever the heck it is. He says is you have to make sure they know the movie because if they don't know the movie, you're going to have to do a lot of explaining. And that's not really the great way to keep the sexy going in wherever you are at that moment. What do you think you're doing? You nut? Is that what he says? I keep, I keep forgetting. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. May I ask what you're doing, you nut? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that's 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 kind of it with this minute. It's just we're still setting everything up in here, whereas Zombie Lake has kind of a vague strangeness to it that makes you think that they're never really going to uh, hit on something concrete. It's all kind of nebulous and, and weird. Here it feels like we're slowly introducing everyone, and we did see the professor killed, and, and we got that creepy whatever that is in the flowery sheets there, and the the nut dancing around in the in her lingerie. So... We'll see, we'll see where this goes next in minute 10, shall we? And still, I don't have a tagline for this, but I just want to say thank you, everyone uh, who has been listening. I, I hope you're continuing to enjoy it as we head into minute 10. I got Michael frozen with his eyes wide open staring at me on the TV here. The, 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 when I was talking Zombie Lake, I had the lovely lady at the gazebo. Um, this, is, this is disconcerting. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm.